Welcome once again to Pastors of the North podcast. Uh, this is our final episode of Pastor Nick's interview with myself, Pastor Brian. So please sit and enjoy. We begin part three of the story of Brian Callowart, his journey, his life, the formative process through which God led him through thick and thin, through the mire, through the bog, to the places he is today, husband, father, man, other things that he also is. <laughs> You're listening to Pastors of the North. We are two pastors. We live in a place that's considered north from people who are south of us. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Um, we're, we're, this is part three of, of Brian's story. And we, last we left him, he was married, had children, had experienced loss, had experienced a shattered finger, had experienced a t- shattered shoulder, experienced a difficult back problem. Probably. I don't know. Brian's. Yeah. <laughs> he's, had, he's, very, he's suffered physical damage. He's suffered emotional damage. Now we find him at a low point spiritually as he comes to grips with an ethical dilemma in the finance industry. Brian, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) So if if it seems like I've been rambling for the last couple of episodes, it it sort of is, but it all, it all comes to a head here. Eventually, like within this, right? With the dragon. (laughs) Almost. The dragon. Almost. And and really that's, that's what it is. So I was in management in Rosetown, Saskatchewan. I was, uh, I was managing a branch. Thriving metropolis. Again, Finding myself in a position where, yeah, thriving. Well, it it kind of is actually like farming wise. Yeah, oh yeah, it yeah. thrives. There's, yeah, yeah. Um, so and I found myself in a, a position where financially, yes, I mean, this now, just keeps happening where you're in oh, yeah. good financial positions. Oh, and totally. Then, but it's not necessarily where I need the to best. be. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so it's a lesson for us all. <laughs> what I need to clarify, people think that being a manager of a bank, you make easily a six-figure income. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Maybe if you're in the city. I, actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure in some of the cities, yes. Sure, right. Um, but realistically, it's not that good, but it was still it was still good, especially for a guy who's, I think when I took over the branch, I was 29. So wow. I mean, to be making the money that I was, especially not having been to university for finances and all this stuff. Yeah, this was not something you would plan. Yeah, since yeah. high school. Or no, anything. exactly. Yeah. It, it was, I was finding myself good there, but. But things um, were not well inside. No, no, not at all. Well, I mean, <laughs> not at all. there was, there were staff issues that I had walked in on and multiple other things that were, were going on. I was working mm, easily 60 to 80 hours a week. Ooh. I was, oh yeah, like I was, I was. So to all of you that think that's good, <laughs> what effects did this have on your family life and exactly. your mental health? Well, and that's Let's the thing. About so I was dealing with a lot of that stuff in addition to, so dealing with the issues and trying to keep the branch running and everything. Yeah. Um, I was also battling a lot of internal issues yeah. because yeah. the things that were being asked of me, I didn't feel were right. And I'll get to that momentarily. But it was, it was definitely having a negative impact on my family at the time. So my wife, I had, um, our, our oldest would have been by, two, this would have been 2016, 15, oh, 16. Sure. I think it was 2016, somewhere in there. Anyway, um, he would have been about two years old. Our youngest was about a year old. 
Um, and not her youngest anymore. Not her youngest anymore. No, boys. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, anymore. Yeah, I guess. You can't call him the youngest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not he's the youngest the anymore. Youngest boy, but yeah. So anyway. I, I was not spending time at home. Yeah. I, I regret it today, especially because of the relationship that I have with my one-year-old daughter yeah. that I didn't have with them. Yeah. And it's still noticeable now because uh, we, we don't, it's, it's not the relationship we should have. Huge regret there. The one with the boys. With the boys. Yeah. Because you were, because I was always at work. Yeah. And when I wasn't at work, I came home. I was either grumpy or, <laughs> and that's putting it mildly, <laughs> or I, I shut myself off. Yeah. My, I was not, I was home. I was physically present, but not mentally. And then half the time, not even physically present because I'd go down to my, my nerd room, my right. office, Your den. In my den. Yeah. Um, the cave. And shut myself out. Right. Like it was just, it, it just, it was, it was bad. Like it was really bad. Right. And at this time, so I, we weren't attending church. Yeah. I didn't really have, you have no community, really. Really. And, yeah. and and it's not that I didn't have faith, but it wasn't a practicing faith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but good. I still had a set of morals. I still had my beliefs yeah. in how we treat each other and that yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And it really, the corporate world of finance didn't really see eye to eye with that. And so I had a lot of trouble reconciling that. It was bad. Right. So it's like, there's something still deep within you. Mm-hmm. Like you're still, it's not like you've abandoned. Like it's not, you're still a Christian, Yeah. but you're not, you're not really practicing. You're not really a living yeah. discipleship. You're right. just kind of, I believe this. I was almost nominal. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, but there's still something deep within you. Yeah. That now you're finding is coming up against what I'm being. What you're well, and yeah. so I mean, just in practice alone, like I'm sorry, but I, I get sales targets and wanting to make the shareholders happy and sure. everything. But why do some of these people need credit cards that they don't need? Right. <laughs> like there, there were just a lot of things. Like this idea of almost setting people up absolutely for to failure fail. yep. for the sake of meeting these numbers. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and it's funny because they always tell you, well, use your discretion, but if you use your discretion and don't give it to them, well, now you're not meeting your numbers. So there's a problem. Right. And so there was what, all of that. At the end of the day, what do we really want? But then on top yeah. of that, there was a huge cultural shift within the organization that I worked for. Yeah. Um, they were making a whole bunch of changes. We had to sign a non-disclosure agreement and everything. Oh yeah. It was, it was big. And we were told, here's a script, here's what you're allowed to say, here are the things that can happen. And there were things that specifically I was reading and I knew the plan and I was like, these don't, these don't jive. These don't jive. Yeah. And they were essentially asking me to lie to my staff. I had to lie to my staff about certain things because they were reassuring that certain things weren't going to happen. But when you looked at the plan, you're like, well, no, there's that, there's no way that right. it can't happen. And right. my staff knew that. Right. But they were asking, they, they told us flat out. They're asking you to toe the line. Yeah. And if you don't, you're fired. Wow. Yes. So all of this going on, I eventually, I hurt my, uh, I stepped down because I was stressed out. I couldn't even finish. Were you on stress leave? No, not at that time. Did you no. quit? No, I stepped down into a vacant position within the branch. 
okay. that was filled by a temporary person um, to try to keep going. Yeah. I hurt my back. Um, yeah. <laughs> by drying off my legs after a shower <laughs> of all things. And uh, I was off work for three months because of that, like it was bad. Oh, I herniated man. a disc to the brink of, of um, rupturing the disc. So well, that's fun. Yeah. I was off work for three months, come back and more stuff has changed that yeah. have just made the environment just, I was like, no, this, this sounds I, terrible. I can't yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. It's just the worst. And so I had started looking for, for other work. Yeah. Um, I threw out some applications. I actually, I threw one out to the, um, the, the pharmacy in Rosetown as the, the front store manager. So managing the staff and product and advertise, like just managing essentially. Yeah. And, uh, and before I had ever heard back from them, I was just like, I, I went into the, the manager's office. I was like, I can't do it anymore. The new manager. The yeah. bank. Yeah, the, bank, the bank. bank. Yeah. yeah. I was like, can't do it anymore. Here's my two weeks. And they asked me not to go. And I was like, no, I, it's, not I just can't. It's, this is, this is like, this is killing me on the inside. And so I left without having another job. Yeah. The next day after, or the, I, my last day was on a Thursday. On the, the Friday, me and Jordan were headed up to Carrot River with the kids. Get a call on the way from PharmaSave after I had had an interview during my two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they wanted me to start on Monday. Wow. And so I had literally one day of unemployment <laughs> there <laughs> yeah. without any kind of backup plan, which was terrifying. But I, I just, I couldn't anymore. What was, we could ask Jordan this, but like, was she glad that you had stopped at the bank like i think so because she knows what it was doing oh yeah yeah. and and you know what and when we talked to to pastor al a few weeks back um you know he was saying the same thing our wives are the barometer right right? she she definitely she's always she always knows better than me where i am at right even (laughs) to this day yeah and so yeah she understood that so i i ended up managing a pharmacy for it wasn't quite a year, I don't think. But for a chunk. Yeah. A yeah, it was almost a year that I was there. But in the meantime, so at some point in, in all of that, we had come home um, come back for my Dryden. brother's, yeah, to, yeah. to Dryden for my brother's funeral, or not funeral, uh, <laughs> for my brother's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we sat and visited with you at that time. Right. Uh, we, we went to your house for dun, supper. Dun, dun, dun. Nicholas Thanks. appears. Cameo. Yeah. yeah. Cameo. And I think it was only, you only had Rowan at the time. So it's quite a while ago. Yeah. We were back. Right? Yeah. We were back. Yeah. This would have been, I think it was 2016. And yeah. We had no Darren, if you ever listened to this, I'm sorry. I don't remember what year you were married, but <laughs> well, I know we had Alex. So I think it was yeah, 2016 yeah. and you had just, while we were chatting, I was like, you know, I, I said we'd move back in, in a heartbeat if if it ever happened that way. And you were like, oh, well, that's that's too bad. We just finished the hiring process for, for a part-time youth pastor. Yeah, it had just started. The church was finally at a point where we could start having that kind of a position available again. Yeah. And it was weird. I hadn't thought about ministry for years. Right. And okay. there was just this little, like, just this little thing inside that I was like. Little thing tweaks in oh, Brian, like, oh. Well, that would have been interesting. Oh, that thing that I've left for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, and I just kind of wrote it off, whatever. Went back home. 2018, um, we, so my grandpa was diagnosed with cancer in 2017, had been doing all of that stuff. 2018, um, came home for his funeral in March. Um, as kind of that, yeah, we would come home if the, the opportunity ever presented itself. Uh, Jordan kind of threw out an application here and there. Mm-hmm. While we were in Dryden for my grandpa's funeral, Jordan gets a call wow. from a, a, a organization in Dryden saying, do you ever come to Dryden? Would we be able to do an in-person interview? She's like, well, I'm here right now. Yeah, wow. I'm here right now. Yeah. So she has an interview, hired on the spot. <laughs> my brother's graciously give me a job with their their construction company and And suddenly the doors are opening oh totally yeah and and so and you have to remember i'm not close with god at this point yeah right like there's there's kind of almost been this severance yeah but all of a sudden all this stuff just falls into place we move that was middle of march we moved by the middle of april we moved to dryden yeah kind of drop everything like it was just it it happened so fast yeah um so i'm working i'm working with my brothers at the time it was great to to be able to be back in dryden it was an opportunity to get back into the swing of things however i get a call from a bank here or not a call we were we were there uh doing some stuff Mm -hmm. and they found out i had banking experience they're like uh just hang on i need to go get my manager and i was like what and they, <laughs> what <have I> done? <laughs> they're like, we need you to apply for this job. Yeah. And I was pretty much just offered a job back in banking. And I'm like. But the break from breaking has been nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I've taken a break. Maybe it wasn't as bad as I was making it out to be. Ah, wrong. So I jumped back. Into banking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was there less than a year. Yeah. And so this is, this is like, this is the point. This is like the culmination of all the. I started in October, I think, with this bank. Um, By March, by March, I'm starting to have a lot of stress-induced illnesses. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I should mention, over over the almost 10-year period prior to this, I I had uh, developed, well, it's never been diagnosed, but they suspect something called um, CVS, cyclical vomiting syndrome. And yep. essentially the, the layman's term is abdominal migraines. So things yep. that trigger migraines, stress and that kind of stuff trigger uh, yep. adverse reactions. Basically Brian just gets sick randomly. When he's, yes. When he's and out. you start <laughs> throwing up like yeah. violently. Yeah, There'd yeah. be 12 hour stretches of me vomiting. Just crazy. Get, and I'd be at the hospital. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So I had a bout of that. Right. I had gout twice. Right. I had shingles, um, multiple things. Like, that, do you think there's a few signs that maybe you shouldn't be working at this? I'm not at good the at. And meanwhile, Brian's like, whatever. I'm just gonna keep on trucking along. I'm not necessarily <laughs> the best at paying attention right. to warning signs. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. And 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 that's unfortunately though. That's how I am. I just I, I head down. Yeah. And I push I'm just through. Keep right? going. Right. Ignoring everything that's in the way because I'm. I'm that kind of person. Like, and you feel like you need to. I do need it. to. Yeah. yeah. So I should have taken notice. And again, the money, the money yeah, they the offered me was great. Yeah. yeah. 
um, especially for a family who's used to a really good income right. and has slowly been taking less and less. This is, this brings us back up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, we, we end up finding ourselves, <laughs> Poor Brian. um, I was, I was getting quite stressed out and yeah. Jordan can, Jordan can attest to that I was having a lot You're of like issues. Jordan, like now you're right back to where you were. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Come July, uh, I'm having pain in my chest. Oh, I, I was not feeling well. <laughs> and I was like, I think it, I don't know. I, I, I just kept like, writing. Now I'm off. having a heart attack. Well, no, no. I just, <laughs> I kept mentioning it to Jordan. And then finally she's like, you, you need to go to the hospital today. Right. You need to go to emergency and oh. get checked out. Like, okay. So, so like I Jordan's stress level is probably oh, absolutely. great at this point. You know what? She is, I feel so bad because I've put her through so much right. yeah. with, with yourself, with so, myself. Yeah. Um, and she gets sick when I'm sick uh, out of worry. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's an empath um, right. in that sense. And yes, it's like the sympathy pain. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I go up to the hospital and I'm like, yeah, my, my wife sent me up here. I've got a little bit of pain here. I'm like, I don't think it's anything to worry about. And I don't know if that's what triggered it for them or what, but then they're like, oh, okay. And then they start talking to me and not really thinking anything of it. They start asking questions mm -hmm. and I don't even remember what was said. It was enough that all of a sudden I'm bawling. Wow. Like it just finally it broke. Right. And I am crying and I am a mess. Yeah. And pretty much a spectacle because at the Dryden hospital, you're in that room with the, the windows right here out to the lobby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, like I was just, wow. I was a mess and they go and get somebody like, um, crisis from the crisis unit, the, yeah. the counselors from the crisis unit. And they're like, okay, you're, you have to take time off. I'm like, I can't take time off. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. And so I ended up with, <laughs> which is the reason why you need two weeks to. off in there. Now, let me go back to May, though. Sorry, wow. I for, I missed something in May. In May, the church had posted um, a position, position for a full-time youth pastor. Yeah. And over a couple of weeks that I had seen it, I said to Jordan, I'm like, maybe this would be something good for me to do. And we really struggled because of where the salary was at and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it was about a 50% pay cut for me and everything. Oh, We're right. like, can, could we do it? Eventually, I, I put in my application. I had an interview in June sometime. Yeah. And then in July, I, I end up at the hospital. All of this, I end up off work. I'm at home for two weeks trying to figure out my life, waiting for an appointment with the counselor, not wanting to go on medications. And I'm just like, I'm a complete mess. Me yeah. and Jordan are talking about it. Yes, I've had depression issues for yeah. probably a good decade. Right. Anxiety issues have always been there. Like, all these realizations that you know what I should have noticed things. Yeah. Tuesday comes along on my first week off, and Nicholas FaceTimes me. Pastor <laughs> Nick FaceTimes face me. Time him. Let's me know that they want me to take the position, and I'm crying again yeah. because it's <laughs> like it was just the the timing. Yeah. It was. It was just it, like I I couldn't have planned this out i couldn't have timed this god was 100 percent in this he's like i need yeah. to break you yeah. before wow. you end up that's cool in this position it like that yeah and really the whole 10 years prior mm. that was that was the journey that needed to happen i couldn't have gone into youth ministry 
out of school. Yeah. I didn't have what I needed. And being broken the way that I was, was part of the equipping for it. Because I needed to understand my limits. I needed to understand more about about people and mm. like understanding myself helps me understand people yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you finally had to come to grips with your own. Oh, uh, there are a own, lot like, of everything. Yeah. Like your own humanity. <laughs> yes. That you couldn't just keep doing it all. Yep. And you couldn't just ignore your own health for the sake of, of your family or marriage. Absolutely. And that, you know, moving away from, being involved in a church life and all of that was actually also part of you kind of descending into this place where you're like, I just got to put my head down and keep going yep. and feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Yep. But inside I'm not good. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, wow. and I should also mention that moving back to Dryden, really connecting back in with the church that I grew up so to speak with. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like a full, this full circle thing yeah. back to where you went to youth. Camp. It was really, really good for my faith. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of really good stuff happening that way. Yeah. So then I, so I, that's like getting healed. Yeah. Getting as healed. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then out of that healing being broken to, yeah. to be reshaped. Remold. Yeah. yeah. So it's cool. crazy. Really it is cool. so crazy. <laughs> so then I, yeah. I get offered this job. I start in August. Yes. And, Honestly, uh, it has felt right ever since. Uh, There's been a few times. So my first week of Sunday school, I don't know if you remember, I was here at six in the morning. <laughs> because a little bit panicky. Well, I was panicky, but I realized I was like, you know what? That's a good thing because that means I'm doing something right. Oh, I'm on yeah. the right track, yeah. right? I'm, I'm and you being attacked. And essentially. You yes. Yeah. 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 And so going into this, like I said, it's, it's just felt right the entire time. Little did I know, though, that, oh, great, within your first year in ministry, hey, COVID-19, let's yeah. throw a curveball. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a pandemic. But even at that, you yeah. know what? Like, it has never felt wrong. Right. Um, yeah. And to any of the kids listening, <laughs> they have been such a blessing yeah. to me. And the connections that I've been able to make with them yeah. in such a short amount of time and I can't even say it's because they knew me because most of these kids were like a couple of years old when I moved away. Like, yeah. It's a different they, they don't actually know me. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that I've been able to connect with them, um, so or I should say the way they've connected with me really, right. yeah. like it's just been such a blessing and, and I know that I'm in the right place. And now you're back finally to that place that you had felt oh, all to. Yes. Exactly. However many years before. That's the thing. How many it's, years before? 10? 15. 15-ish. Ish, yeah. Because it would have been while I was in youth group. So about 15 years yeah. that I really distinctly felt in it. In 2006 when you first went away to school. Yeah. So at least 10 years even from I want to kind of pursue. Like I feel yeah. like God's calling me into this. Yeah. But then I, I but, lost that in like 2010. Yeah. I was like washing so my hands like, of it. Yeah. Now it's it's been a 10 year journey to come back to that spot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so that's cool. then, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, it, it came back and, and like I said, there was that spark when we talked about it Yeah. back in 2016 or 15 or whatever yeah. it was. Then the door is opening. To come. And then, yeah, exactly. Everything just fell into place. I ended up right in the spot that I needed to be. That's so cool. 
And if I ever question, I, I've actually reminded myself once in a while when things get hard, like last summer, things kind of felt just overwhelming with yeah. COVID and there was a lot going on. Oh yeah. But it's been weird. When I start to question it, I look at it and I'm like, no, I'm where I need to be because, and I don't, I, I I'm not a bragger. I hate people acknowledging me and stuff, Right. Yeah. but I'm in the right place at the right time because we've, we've, we've got such an amazing team here that has really worked well together to keep things flowing through the pandemic time and yeah. everything. It's just the the right people, the right time, all of that. Um, and I love these kids, yeah. like all the kids, cool. the little ones, the teens, everybody. And I definitely feel that call on my life. Yeah. Um, there's, there's absolutely no question about it now. Even after I washed my hands of it 10 years ago, <laughs> God's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Get him. Get it. We're going to go through this little yeah, valley. We're exactly. going to go over through here and then we're going to find ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess what I would pull out of that is, you know what? You, you might think one thing, you might think life is going to sh- go one way. Yeah. And I mean, it did eventually. And then I thought that it was going to go a different way, yeah. but it still comes back to where you are with God. And honestly, yeah. if you're, if, if you're 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 pulling against God, mm. um, people who struggle with a lot of mental health and even physical mm. manifestations of stress and whatnot, I invite you, like, sit down, take a look at things, and are you actually on track with God's call in your life? Yeah. What is what might that be saying? Because there's there's physical manifestation of like the, stress, the direction the, yeah. The, yeah 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 if yeah. you're, yeah. If, yeah, you're yeah, pull, yeah. if you're walking the opposite direction of god think mm. think about there being a tether there it's gonna hurt pulling against that right right and so if you're walking with him you don't necessarily there's don't get me wrong i'm not saying there's not going to be challenges yeah but there's definitely more ease to it and yep. it feels right yeah. whereas you can feel that you're you're going the opposite direction right yeah and so pay attention to those things right um, but ultimately, yeah, no, the call, I felt it early, yeah. washed my hands of it, came back to it when I was, when God had me ready, yeah. not when I was ready, yeah. but when God had me ready yeah. for it. Um, sometimes that baking time is a little longer than you expect <laughs> it to be, but it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey. And honestly, I'm so happy to be where I am. Right yeah, now. Like, cool. I just, I've never felt that peace like this. Right. I have never felt this. That's so cool. Wow. Guys, that's the that's the journey. That's that's the story of Brian. Thanks for sharing that, Brian. It's uh, it is amazing to hear how God has been at work in your life, even when you probably least expected it, mm. and how He redeemed so much of that for His own purposes and His own glory. So, yeah, pray, folks, that that's an encouragement to you wherever you're at in life. If you feel you are walking with the Lord, or maybe you are pulling against what He has for you, and you need to sit down and reassess and reevaluate your life and what's going on and maybe listen to your spouse if you have one. Absolutely. They've been telling you to pull yourself together and you've been saying, no, I'm good. Maybe you should listen to them. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you guys put them in your life for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. They know, they (laughs) know, Maybe they know what's going on. Um, No, that's, that's awesome. So uh, thanks, Brian. Thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate you making us part of your day today and we'll see you next time on pastors of the North. Thanks everyone.
Thanks again, everyone, for joining us this week. I'm really glad you're able to hop on and check out uh, what we're all about and really hoping that you were able to get something out of uh, our conversation this week. Um, like us, follow us, whatever platform that you're on, share us, um, get us out there. Uh, we just want to be able to bless people and really work with them and help them develop their, their Christian lives. Um, if you have any comments that you want um, to let us know about, um, if you have any questions that you want to ask that you'd like us to address in an episode, um, please feel free to um, send us a voice message um, right on our Anchor homepage, which can be found in the description of our channel here. Um, so check that out, and um, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks so much, everyone.